1: Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes.
2: Okay, uh, I called this emergency meeting really quick. Uh, we have a problem. Oh? Yeah, so it's the holiday season. Fair. We need a new Santa. Yeah. Wow. So I, and I also had to like, I had to call the family and be like, Hey, where the fuck is Marcus? And then I remembered that, uh, Betty White obliterated him with 47 and a half light tubes. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to hire somebody real fast, like really fast.
1: I completely forgot that that was the entire point of Uh, Marcus Jackson was that he was our, he was our holiday Santa. Yeah. Yeah. And now we need one real fast,
2: real quick. Okay. Here's the good news. I got somebody. All right. We're all set up. Oh. Arn has come back just for just for the meantime. I, listen, I I was a little uh, I was a little about it, too. I mean, to be fair, he was not Jingle all the way. So he has some holiday experience. It is a very good Christmas movie. It is some arguably the best. He carries that entire movie, if you ask me.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Tom Arnold, though, is pretty stellar. I mean, as uh, the next door neighbor trying to bang his wife.
2: I don't think that was Tom Arnold. Oh, who was it? it was not tom arnold It was it the it other phil
1: hartman guy. yeah oh
2: yeah R.I.P. phil hartman actually i have no idea but it's definitely not tom arnold is the guy from snl
1: hey hey that guy yeah 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 phil sure. Hartman. sure okay um anyway abbreviated to p hartman or fartman oh as his friends would call him
2: really yep oh that seems kind of mean yep in retrospect mm-hmm. here's the good news are sent me over a letter uh, okay. thanking us. He's already down there. He's been I mean, Cash Cow. Cash Cow Arnie is what we're going to call him now. He's down there. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and uh, just read the read the letter uh, real quick. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, you know, I don't do a good Arnie, but... Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for giving me this opportunity. There's nothing better than also being a captain of the ship over at Elite Yacht Showdown. But getting to be Christmas Arnie! <laughs> so get to the sleigh, because it's time! It's time! It's time for the holidays! I mean, again, I don't do the best arn in the world but i yeah. think we oh ho, ho, ho! He, he wrote that at the end uh, then signed it arn i what a guy you know what a guy i fuck you know i appreciate him anyway tim we got a show to do bud we do and it's time for your special gift cue the intro Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the only podcast I'm playing a goddamn earth where you pick anything and everything to face off in an eight subject bracket elimination tournament. This is Elite Eight Showdown. I am your host, Big Chuck, and I am joined once again by my comrade, my my, my co conspirator, and more importantly, my co host, Tim. Swish, 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 go your snow pants, France. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was certainly a period in middle school where that's how you knew anyone was coming down, yep, down the just, hall. Sh- 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 We used to, shout out to, um, I'm going to change his name here so no one knows who it really uh-huh. is. Uh, McMillan. Okay. Um, Fruit by the Foot used to have stickers. Yeah. Uh, like long ones. Yep. Um, that would keep it sealed. And we would take them and flip the sides down and put it on a bus seat. So was, people would sit on it and then you'd have a Fruit by the Foot wrap around your ass. Um, we were curious how many days that uh, Doey would wear these wind pants uh, in a row. Turned out, once that sticker was on there, it was on there for two weeks. <laughs> oh my God. Two oh, weeks, and then I think wow. it just fell off. I don't think <laughs> it got washed off. Yeah, but
2: wow. no, and you know? and no, nobody. I mean, I I, I know Dolly. Nobody's looking there, but uh, like his mom didn't notice it or nothing. Uh, yeah.
1: I guess not. Neat. Or maybe uh, she did, and that's that's why I got taken off. Sure. You know what's also really depressing, Tim? Hmm.
2: Not having fifty five star reviews over on iTunes. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you want to head over there, uh, I'm definitely not going to say that we had bots from a foreign country come in and drop a bunch of uh, fake five star reviews with some links to some very questionable uh,
1: websites. Right.
2: That if I had maybe repeated it would have sounded. Rationally insensitive because I'm trying to be a better person this season. Right, right.
1: Yeah. That yeah. Season one Chuck would have done. That. Yeah.
2: Season one Chuck would have been pretty inappropriate about it, I think. Correct. But season two Chuck's moving moving on mm. from that. Um, we're going to do most embarrassing moments. We have a list. I'm not going to read it. You're not going to find out until we get all those 50 star reviews. Yeah. But Tim, I told you I had a surprise for you. A Christmas present, if you will. Yeah. This week, we are not only joined just by you. We are joined by the DM and host of the upcoming, getting released as of this show dropping the following Monday. Yeah, this Monday, the Lost Omens podcast. Shout out to our research team, doing a great job and getting names
1: right. They are doing such a a really good
2: job. Yeah, also, Internet's favorite character over on Grim Podcast, The Perilous Adventures, uh, quote, one guy over on Facebook said, she hot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, is a big is a big shout out. I mean, that's yeah. that's Julie Bowman level uh, yes, it is. Uh, of attractiveness. <laughs> and most importantly, the most important asset here at Elite Eight Showdown, the Professional yes. Casual Network. Danny Cole, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I, I decided me. to bring a special guest on for you for your for your birthday, for your Christmas present. I,
1: I, appre- I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, uh, could I, you just
2: just your most real quick? OK. OK, so here's the deal. I wanted to bring in Kreger. I thought that you would oh, appreciate that that. Been Yeah, that would have yeah. been
1: really good, right? Craigier, He's literally the only thing on my Amazon wishlist. It's that's
2: fair. Here's the thing. He big leagued us last minute. That motherfucker. Yeah, he said, "Quote, get big in America and then we'll talk." So, I, if I've learned anything, you have to exceed people's expectations. Yeah. What's better than bringing you know I mean like he's he's the best thing over at wreck my podcast congratulations you're king of the monkeys you know what I mean like, like that's that's not that's not that impressive you know right you're like the richest poor person good job buddy you know um, the principal of a homeschool yeah exactly. <laughs> 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 I gotta remember that that's fucking clever uh, <laughs> But I decided to exceed everybody's expectations, bring back everybody's favorite guest here. There. Danny, three-time the guest champion here at Elite yeah. Age Showdown. Yep. Uh, wow. Very excited to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I really appreciate having. it. This is super exciting. Bailing us out once again, of course. Have you ever been to professional uh, professionalcasual.com slash giveaways or professionalcasual.com slash stores? Um, I'm all
0: about getting stuff for free.
2: Oh I me, like too. me too. Me yeah. too. Me too. We're giving away shirts or, or any any merchandise from the store to our patrons every month. Yep. So head over there. As little as one dollar you can get entered in. You get access to a monthly vlog, actually weekly vlog. Yeah. It's a weekly vlog, but each one of us usually will do it monthly. Sometimes some of us have to pick up the slack in comparison to others. Realistically, this is the this is the triad right here. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. this is the triad of the professional casual network cranking a, out those vlogs for
1: a joke. Nobody will get the triple triad, <laughs> which was the card game in Final Fantasy VIII that everybody hated.
2: I did not get it. I yeah. thought you were making a reference uh, to Venture Brothers that I had not gotten to yet. Oh, gotcha! Yeah. Um, but oh, Venture Brothers is so good. So oh, I'm rewatching. It. It's so good. <clears throat> um, but of course, we have to uh, go ahead and just just get right into it. Let's let's hit that first segment. Timmy, old Tim Marino. <laughs> Moving on. Trademark, bitch. Okay. Uh- <laughs> we'll get there we're working on it I've heard if you just write it on a piece of paper and mail it to yourself it it totally counts yeah you just gotta put that little R there or whatever I'm pretty certain yep pretty much Uh, Tim it's our first segment of course it's time for us to issue another apology sorry we are so sorry please accept our apologies sultry
0: that's incredible. Yeah,
2: it's so sultry. Wow. It's so hot. Tim, this week, uh, you know, going back and, and kind of seeing the errors of our ways, the the really rude things we have said. <clears throat> I realized that, like, we should apologize for things that we've said about people who, who, who may perhaps have a larger posterior who possibly sit on food items or people who perhaps dress up. In costumes for fun as right. a hobby, yep. um, but I, this just seemed to jump right to the list for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I didn't realize how important it was in my life when it when I had it, and now that I don't have it anymore, um, I miss it. I genuinely miss it, and I felt like back in episode three, we talked a lot of shit on it, um, and that is terribly timed boners. Mm. Um, terribly timed boners. Much like uh, Julie Bowman, you are hot and uh, we are sorry. We were unaware of the power that you gave us. Please come back. I miss you a lot. Yeah. Anything you want to know? You still got boners?
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I, I can't not wear jeans. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's sure.
2: Just... Yeah. Okay.
1: Like an acorn glued to my torso, you know, just.
2: (laughs) Danny, do do you still get terribly timed boners at this point or Um, am I just the only sad one here?
0: See, I'm fortunate because I'm female and therefore the greater and stronger sex. And Mm -hmm. so when I do get a terribly timed boner, nobody can see it. That's true. That's, you know, you just have to, like, drive home on a dirt road (laughs) with your legs crossed and there you go. Whoop. Done. (laughs)
2: Unlike Grim, Pod, Grim Podcast, Sparrows Adventures, we don't care about our PG rating. No. So, no.
1: no, you, no. you take that snail trail all the way home. Yep, yep. Pretty
2: much. <laughs> Tim, our main event, of yeah. course, because we have special guest Danny on, mm-hmm. that means it's draft night. It's fight night, baby. Oh. We will be duking it out because you lose almost every time. I decided your other half of your gift you're going to get to be judge jury and executioner today making oh. all the decisions as Danny and I battle it out to crown the greatest show to watch on a snow day ever of course those of you who don't know what a snow day is all of our all of our fans over in india may not uh, know what a snow day is That's depending so sad. On, depending on what area of india they are in but i would assume most of them most of the continent probably does not get snow maybe at higher altitudes they do yeah, I'm 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 looking at a map of Pathfinder and I can't figure out right. why I can't find where India is. But um,
0: <laughs> it's like right there next to the swirling vortex.
2: Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> um, but a snow day is when the snow is so has accumulated either so fast or the, or the traveling conditions are are dangerous that they don't dare send children out. Um, that we get the day off, we get to enjoy it. Now, I don't think snow days are ever going to be the same again. I've got yeah. this really sneaking suspicion that now that we've reached this digital age, where we've figured out that we can do classes uh, via the internet, yeah, uh, that snow days are just done.
0: That was number one. So I am a teacher, and that was like the number one question asked mm-hmm. um, in our August union meeting. Right, was mm. like what happens for snow days? Right, we have been told that they will still honor the snow day, and they won't make us teach remotely because. There are some teachers who don't have internet at home. There's some Uh students who don't have internet, and so requiring them to work remotely on those snow days. Also, if the snow day like has an ice storm as well, and like takes down power or whatever, right? Yeah. So we have been assured that we will still honor snow days. Interesting. Uh, Some schools, though, have said no, no more snow days. A
1: a quick heads up, you know, in places like Jammu or Kashmir, Uh uh, they actually do get. Some regular snow between December and oh, February. You know, that's uh is cool. beautiful, actually, this time of year.
0: Yeah.
1: Lovely. Kashmir is that what you said? Yeah, what did you say? Uh, I said two different places. One was Kashmir. <laughs> right. And one was Jammu. Oh, Jammu. I'm sorry. Jammu. No R. <laughs> oh, Jammu. Okay. Joshmere. Shout out to all <laughs> our fans <at> of Kashmir.
2: <laughs> Listen, we're, we're trying over here, all right? well, It's fine. only a matter of time before we move... Uh, the entire Elite showdown over there, yeah. right? I, I mean, we're since we're not huge in the states anyway, right? What's the point? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, Just big fans over there, huge, huge fans, huge fans. We're huge in India. Mm-hmm. There's nothing we can do about it. Seventy percent of our listener base, <laughs> some might say. Shout out! Shout out to seventy percent, the majority. Yes, the the most important. Um, of course. Snow days. Now, uh, Craig. I also. It's probably good that Craig didn't come on because Craig did not know what a snow day was. Oh, fair. Yep. Yeah. He did know what a fire day was, though. Right. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was actually very excited when we brought up fire days. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's actually pretty similar. The ground is covered with white, flaky material. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unsafe you,
0: to travel. Yes. Yeah, yep.
1: Road conditions and visibility mm-hmm. are low. Right. Yep. Um, it hurts to breathe. Yep. After you brush your teeth, <laughs> I guess.
2: Uh. But let's get right in. Oh, it gets dark early. That's true. (laughs) You know. It actually does have, it does somehow get a little brighter because of the glow, regardless of whether it's the moonlight or raging Mm. forest fires.
1: A lot of people don't like the aesthetic after a certain time of the year, but there is a really nice warming glow. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And like there's the superstition, like with a snow day, you put ice cubes in the toilet, a spoon in the freezer, you wear pajamas inside out for a fire day, you just set fire to shit. Yeah. Did you cast a spell? What was that? I, I've
1: never heard of any <laughs> of those You've never heard things. of that?
0: never know that? I think it's because, like, because I'm a teacher.
2: Oh, I know the soup. But, yeah. you know, it's oh, like, yeah.
0: when you think that there's, like, a storm coming, <laughs> like, your homework is to wear your pajamas inside out. Like, give me a snow day, you little shits. Oh. Mm-hmm. I teach high schoolers, so they're not actually that old. Right. But oh my gosh! I, I
1: thought you had to pray it f- uh, for Leslie Ann at WSRK <laughs> to make sure that she read your school on the, the list.
0: Oh God! Remember that? Like before, you could just look yeah. at where I uh, where I went to school. The only station that would come in is a country station, so we had to listen to that in the morning. Uh, and like, come yeah. on, Ron Golly, don't let me down.
1: Oh, and if you heard Otigo, you knew it was over. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 It was that's like that's
2: ah that's nuts. That's yeah.
1: that's yep. Yep.
2: Episode. uh, So here we go. Okay. Tim, do you have a number ready between one through eight? Yes. I'm going to go. Six. Three. Uh, It was seven. Oh, (coughs) there you go, baby. I am going to take in this bracket we have brought to us. It's been a while since we've done this, apparently brought to us. By BuiltBar.com, of course. Head over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code Professional Casual at checkout. At the time, actually, we're pretty close to the release date here.
1: So, yeah. So, they are actually right now doing their 12 days of Christmas sale. Oh, um, hell yeah. There is a bunch of free stuff each day. Each day is a little bit something different. One of the big things that they're giving away right now are these brownie um, bars that have like, there are, there are candy cane brownie. Yeah. Like candy cane. Like peppermint. Brushed up on, yeah. Ooh. Oh, they're so good. That sounds. And the white oh. chocolate ones we're giving away too. Uh. Oh my God. Okay.
2: Uh, I'm not and, a big peppermint guy, but I like everything and, else they put out.
1: And they have a, a flat discount and you can use our code stacked on top of one another. Oh, wow. So this is the day, di- if you're going to buy it, this is the time to do if, it. Yeah. If you were thinking about trying it out, it is right now over the next 12 days. Right. Which
2: you are running out of time at the time of this air, uh, the, this drop It is just yep. starting. Oh, yep. per- oh, cool. hell yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Fuck you. Bill Bar. We're getting your, we're getting money back. You know, they're a great sponsor here. They are. A lot of people yeah. would assume it's an affiliation link, but it's not, it's a sponsorship. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's how that works. Uh, they're also adding new uh, built boost flavors as well.
0: Oh, no oh. shit. Yeah. Okay. God, Dan loves those.
1: I, I love them. They yeah. are so good.
2: I've heard that you drink them and then get jacked up and then you murder four people at a uh, planet of, uh, Plano 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 of fitness. fitness. Yeah.
1: Allegedly. Allegedly.
2: Hell yeah. yeah. Sign it's, me
1: up. It's something that happens. Of well, course. lunk alarm went off, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the first bracket, it's Jerry Springer versus uh, Maury. Murray maury Mari. i'm gonna take jerry springer just so i don't have to say it a okay. hundred times all right uh you're gonna be taking uh my uh tim jerry springer a staple of the 90s on during the day had been taken to court legal for legal reasons because if it was not staged Every fight that broke out needed to then be prox- prosecuted for assault. Mm. Jerry Springer, a, I mean, you just look at the guy and you think that's not a dude who's going to start shit, and he's so good at starting shit. Yeah, he is.
0: Was he a governor or something? Yeah, he,
2: he was, ran for it at least. For no, mayor, he, he held office. Did yeah. he really? Yeah. Oh, bless his heart. Um, shout out to steve his bodyguard Loved wh- steve. who ended up getting his own spin-off show the Steve show. yeah Hell yeah yep. Yep. and and actually took it a little more serious he was doing yep. like a lot of like um connecting families back and stuff he was doing that that weird bullshit yeah like nobody wants that i want to one of my favorite because my boss always brought it up to us <laughs> uh it was the usual uh i think my girl's cheating on me uh and then Jerry Springer was like, yeah, well, here's the guy that she's cheating on. Let's bring him and her out. And, and this dude walks out. That. Yeah. And so, like, the chairs get moved, and the guy's standing there, and the, the 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 cheetor walks out and just looks at him and goes, yeah, I threw the root. What you gonna do about it? <laughs> 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 and now, back when I had a job, uh, every time... We just randomly would look at it and go, Yeah, through the root. What you gonna do about it? That's incredible.
1: <laughs> It's that's, one of my that's now a permanent uh, addition to my vocabulary. Yeah, like, through the root.
2: Yeah, through mm-hmm. the root. Uh, so I, I mean, just like, and then like, I was exposed at a very young age to uh, to like sexual kinks, mm. finding out that like you know, uh, large ladies eating food, uh, canned chicken in a tub.
0: Oh my God! Was aesthetically a thing? Thinking of that, there's the one where she's like in the kiddie pool with like mashed potato. Yeah, that is where I realized I was not into food stuff.
2: That's fair. No, that's when I realized I was very into food stuff, and I made a career out of it. No, (laughs) no. Jerry's Jerry Springer is an American staple. I would argue probably an international staple. During the 90s, he was what America represented to other countries. It was the most important show during a snow day to watch, because here's the thing. You weren't allowed to watch it. No, you, I, if, and, but who was there to tell me? My mom still had to go to work. I was home alone. I got to watch Jerry Springer for an hour. It was the best show ever. It's got more Murray, Maury Murray has absolutely fucking nothing because all he did was steal the exact idea. And then, Found that he had one little gimmick that Jerry Springer didn't get to yet and then just drove that home. And if it wasn't for the fact that Jerry Springer wanted to retire, there's absolutely the show would still be on and Maury would be out of a job. That is my that is my claim.
1: Um, I think Maury started first, didn't
2: No, Springer was first.
1: Was he? Yeah. You sure?
0: I have no idea.
2: No, I don't know. I'm not the research team.
0: So pitch me Maury. All right. So Mori Povich, here we go. I don't want to disagree with anything that you said because I loved Jerry Springer until the lady bathing with mashed potatoes and gravy. Uh, that kind of was over the top. I also saw him in person driving on a highway in Ohio when um, Dan... And our friend Pete and I went to visit um, Alex of Grim Podcast A Perilous Adventure back when he lived in Cincinnati. So oh, that was fun. There you go. Um, I was like sitting in the back seat and I was like, that's fucking Jerry Springer. He drove a gold uh, Grand Am, by the way.
1: Just He seems like a guy you know, who drove a gold. He's a Pontiac guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah.
0: holy shit, that's Jerry motherfucking Springer. Anyway, but Maury, the reason why Maury is better than Jerry Springer is because eventually the Jerry Springer trope of, Alright, here's this dude, thinks this girl's cheating, they get into a fist fight, this girl's gonna pull this other girl's weave out, whatever, you watch it for 10 seconds, then Steve comes out, breaks up the fight. It was entertaining, but it got old, whereas Maury would do different stuff. Not only did he have the DNA testing, which I'm sorry, but find me a better gif to prove that someone is lying or telling the truth, like lie detector test determined that was a lie. Yeah. That was a lie. Okay. Yeah. That is the truth. That Let's was try. a lie. It's it's still
2: a me like a very popular meme
1: to this day.
0: Yes. yes. I'll give yes. you super that. Super popular, super I, timeless. I do
1: love <laughs> the ones where they interpose like uh from Mario Brothers like fireballs coming out as the guys dancing around, jumping over goombas and stuff. That's really
0: good. <laughs> so, the lie detector test, that was great. Although inadmissible in a court of law, still good for determining whether your girl's cheating on you or not. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um the paternity tests. I'm sorry. Where else can you possibly find? I've tested 25 men and still don't know the paternity of my child. You're not going to find that anywhere else. That's, that's only on Maury. That's
2: right. Sure. And more importantly, I believe the show would pay for it. Yeah. Which is a big deal because those yeah. are not, uh, as like somebody 20 who 20. has had to have a couple of them, they are not cheap. Yeah. We've had a for paternity. Husband? It's a long story. I don't want to talk about it. Um. <laughs> shout out to my exes.
0: Uh. <laughs> not only that, but. Maury also later on, um, towards you know the end of our high school years, he kind of transitioned into like a you would take your children on the show, like your troubled teens or preteens yes. or whatever, and like the scared straight program. So he was trying to do a public service. Not only was that entertaining, it's helping, you know, helping the youth of America, like mm-hmm. don't be a fuck up because you're gonna get someone screaming in your face.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so the research team just handed me a little piece of paper. Sure. It was tiny. It was. Uh, Timothy came running in, though, with it.
0: It's Maury impressive.
1: and the Jerry Springer show? Yeah. Both started in September of
0: 1991.
1: Damn. Wow. I was going to to 93. Maury, September 9th, 1991. Yeah. Jerry Springer, September 21st. Fuck.
0: Yeah,
1: that uh. is a that is so narrow a margin. I was not. I I figured it was like a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, not yep. literally the same month.
2: Yeah, yeah. Also, just real quick, shout out to my dude uh, Lone Wolf on Instagram, a good friend of mine, wrestling buddy. Uh, he was on an episode of Maury, and he is uh, he got captured as one of the like crowd members of going. Mm-hmm. like this and he got gift and uh one of the like clapping mori gifts it, that's it, incredible it, he's like trapped in it oh um, that's yeah. incredible so
0: i have had students who were in the studio audience of a yep. uh taping of springer i have also had students who were guests on an episode of mori remember i sent you guys yeah. that video in the group chat where she's like you know that we had sex in every room of that house when we moved into it like yeah and uh, the DNA de- test determined that that he was the father. Ah,
2: oh, so, snap! You know yeah. it, it. always is fun, and I will say, Maury does have some sentimental moments when it's like, I want, like, I want to be the dad. So regardless right. of whether yeah. I am or not, like, yeah. we're, we're gonna make this work. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's yeah. Uh, it's sad. a good
0: balance of like shitty people, but like right. those heartwarming moments too.
2: But in the nineties, when I was watching TV. As a kid, I didn't care about heartfelt moments. I cared about dudes throwing roots and throwing fists. That's all I cared about. (laughs) And uh, one of the most important things, Jerry Springer took a very early stance for civil rights. He had a Klan member, a grand wizard on his Mm -hmm. show um, with a bunch of other like. Clan uh, uh, members and stuff like that, and he got fucking up in their face and told them how much of a piece of shit they were, yeah. and they like they were destroying America and this and that. At a time when he didn't have to do that, when that was not a thing you needed to do in the nineties, although there was a, a huge. Uh, kind of movement for it to happen in the early 90s when he was around. That was a big moment, especially because the majority of people who probably watched Jerry Springer were clan members. <laughs> like, Unless you were a kid on a snow day, the only, the only other thing you were doing was cooking meth in your bathtub watching Jerry Springer, you know what I mean? So I think it was really smart and interesting uh, that, he, that he did that. But Tim, we got to pick a winner here, bud.
1: Yeah, so two huge factors in this for me. One, Jerry's thoughts at yeah. the end of every oh, yeah. episode. Oh, yep. I forgot about Jerry's thoughts. And his questions during the show were normally actually super grounded mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, realistic and trying to actually get to the root of the problem. Right. If Jerry Springer was obviously fake, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone told Jerry Springer that. No. Because he was actually trying to help these people yeah. in a lot of situations. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, also, at the end of each episode, you'd get the viewer questions. Mm-hmm. And they were always awesome because you'd have that one dick bag would be like, yeah, for the lady with no teeth in the back, hey, fuck you. And then they would argue back and forth. And I yeah. loved it. I loved yeah. it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and more importantly, or more often than not,
2: if it was like a dude who got cheated on or something like that and yeah. or, or was uh, going to leave his girl, it'd be like, hey, I'll fuck you. Like yep. let's go right yep. now, and then they got about. Excuse
0: me, and like I will
1: throw over the roof, you know,
0: like dancing on each other. Yeah, And, had, yeah. Like, yeah. and, yeah. and I was like, Jerry,
1: Jerry, like yeah. So God, if, good times. If Maury had a chant, yeah, he could have been a contender. Uh huh. Um, that's fair. But since this was this is Snow Day, right? Maury, right. I think, was also on at the same time as as a different show I wanted to watch.
2: Probably that's fair. That's but,
1: right. Yeah, Jerry Springer absolutely moves forward here. Jerry Springer is moving on. It was unfair, honestly, to put those two against each other. Well, and... But they're I, in the same wheelhouse.
2: They're in the same wheelhouse. Yeah. Again, I, I didn't actually talk... We talked about it in the last episode yeah. when we did the Nick Jr., but the, the parameters of this was it had to air during a weekday. It had to air after 7.30 a.m., mm-hmm. but could not air after... after Three. Three, I think we said yeah. 3 p.m. Because at that point, your snow day is over. Right. Your snow day ends yeah. whenever you would normally get out of school. And then it's so. like, oh, okay, well, that was fun, yeah. you know? Um, but bracket number two brought to us by our new sponsors slash professional casual network. Of course, it is everybody's favorite 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Times Twitch show, Monday Night Crisis Fights. Oh, yeah. The power face. Mm. It's doing gangbusters over there, Tim. It is doing gangbusters. It's over doing there. huge. Go and check it out. Um, what are we doing over there, Tim? What is it that we actually do? Because I didn't actually explain what we're doing. So we play Marvel Crisis Protocol, the hottest, newest skirmish game to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only gaining steam. It's releasing brand new characters every month at a. I would argue. A, a too fast of a pace yeah. I'm having a hard time trying to keep up yeah um Marvel
1: Universe is big though
2: Marvel Universe Marvel Universe and is when big. you
1: lead your roster mm-hmm. as with MODOK as one of the first releases yep uh you, you set your standards
2: you set your standards of literally anybody yeah um I mean Taskmaster came up out of nowhere I love it Wong made it made an appearance with Dr. Yeah. Strange like I would not have expected Wong
1: to be Hydra Bob announced I, with the Deadpool who comes with a taco truck.
2: Yeah, I did that I thought it was weird, but again, like that's what's so amazing about it. if there is a character that you love more than likely if there isn't a model already out, there will be a model coming be. soon. Yeah. Um no
1: Stilt Man yet though.
2: I'm 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 my fan, I'm holding I'm holding on. Yeah. I have a feeling in like 3 years when they're starting to really run out of characters, yeah, that we'll we'll get a Stilt Man. Yeah. Uh yeah. and that will really make me happy. But of course, um she Hulk's coming out very soon. Yeah, I have figured out uh, very recently uh, the aesthetic of a just thrick, uh with two C's jacked up uh, a female who also just happens to be the uh, skin tone of green really aesthetically does it for me sexually, apparently. Uh, Yeah, I was I just loved that model like the model is just ridiculous. It looks really dope. So I started was like, well, I don't know. I know of She-Hulk. I've seen some stuff where she was like uh, some animated stuff where that. She was in, but I had not actually read any comics. So I skipped all the shitty 90s stuff that just sexualized her over the top. And I went with like where they made her more of a bodybuilder. And this is what I love the most. She breaks the fourth wall, but does it. Really good, unlike Deadpool, who does it like shit. So, I really like how they wrote it and, and did it that way. And I've just now aesthetically have figured out that I'm just really into jacked up green girls. So, any jacked up green girls out there listening? Oof, slide in my DMs, baby girls. Uh, but bracket number two are you ready? You get to pick. I get to pick. It's the monster that won. The best Nick Jr. Show to watch on a snow day. Blues Clues going up against the I would argue the greatest daytime game show to ever exist. The price is right. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I'm taking the prices, right? I kind of
2: had a yep. feeling. I kind of yep. had a feeling you were. Yep. Um, let's go Blues Clues here. Tim, if you if you weren't here last week you would know how important we figured out blues clues was it was a staple of the nick junior lineup Mm -hmm. nick junior did not did not have any notoriety it was kind of just like the thing you put on nobody sought it out until blues clues came out
0: and like literally nick junior like their mascot was face right like the dude's name was face
2: right like and and then because blues clues got got so popular yeah that fucking dog just started jumping all over faces face you know um i did enjoy that he would change colors uh based on his mood yeah which i kind of had forgotten about shout out to the person and messaged me about that i forgot who it was i feel like that sets
0: kids up for like unhealthy social relationships because like you're expecting people's faces to change color when yeah, they're in a different yeah. mood yeah. when it's like you look the same even though you're in a very different mood.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, i was a little upset that when I when I first started going back to school after seeing face people's faces were not shifting.
1: Right, uh yeah. when I would say nice things about them.
0: Right. And like mm-hmm. you're sad but your face isn't blue. So are you really sad? Yeah, are you really sad? Like it's
1: whatever. it's why our culture is as apathetic uh, as it is right now, right?
2: Yeah. It's it's very true. I was also really bummed out that uh, that I would try to scream at flies to get their attention to interview me, uh, and they would just fly around and just you know bug me. I don't know. I didn't understand why, like they're flying all around me. Like uh, like I stunk myself up for you to attract you. Why are you not interviewing me for the show? It was very upsetting. Yeah, as a as a child, uh, um, Blue's Clues was a was a monster. It was the most important thing, and it if you are going to sit and pretend like you didn't watch it, if you're, if you're like, Oh, I don't watch blues Cause it's for, that's for babies. Bullshit. Fuck you. Yep, you're okay. You are a goddamn liar. You are a Kregger level bullshitter right now. And I don't appreciate it at all. Okay. Blues clues was educational. It was fun. It was creative. It got you engaged. And more importantly, no awkward pauses that were too long. And had people going over there, there's a clue. So it felt like you had friends on a snow day when you were probably alone.
0: And really empowering, too. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. And shout out to Steve, my dude. Yeah. 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 Who didn't uh, die or have a drug problem.
0: Right. What, right.
2: what was the, we talked about this on last episode. I'm curious what you, what was the excuse that you heard of why Steve left the show? Drug overdose. Drug overdose. That was, I think that was what we had said to, I had heard, um well you had heard that it was the band yeah i had heard that he was starting to lose his hair and he didn't want to creep kids out because mm. he had alopecia Aww.
1: um
2: and he didn't want to make kids uncomfortable
0: yeah it's like so a type he,
2: of llama right yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah you you buzz it but then the hair just doesn't grow back gotcha yeah so it's a one and done and then you just take it to slaughter and it's a horrible investment llama, yeah. cho- llama chops. i know that
1: there's like someone started an alopecia farm yeah 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 Can i drove you past you it earlier Sure, you can eat anything if you try hard enough.
0: Oh, well,
1: that's true. <laughs> that's what I've learned. <laughs> Isn't that what cashmere is made out of, is llama?
2: Yeah. Sure, why not? I mean...
1: It is now. now. Probably probably
2: parka.
0: Ask our listeners yeah. in cashmere.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's actually yeah. a good call. Yeah. That's a great call. Actually, I think specifically they, uh, they they shave La Parka, the luchador wrestler, every every
0: couple oh, months. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just... Oh, that's incredible. <laughs>
2: I don't I mean I don't know what else to say about other than Blue's Clues is clearly the right choice. If there was a price that is right, it would be Blue's Clues. Mm.
0: All right, your stage. Price is right. You've got Bob Barker who is just the man. I'm sorry, I've watched it with Drew Carey. He's okay.
1: Yeah, and Drew Barker Carey not my shit. favorite. Uh, as we all know, you become less funny and less endearing as you lose weight. Um <laughs> So there's really no point to Drew Carey anymore. Right. That's why I stay fat, big boy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I
1: will say this. Drew
2: Carey has also gotten to the point where he realizes he doesn't have to be funny anymore because he can just ride this out and collect so much money. Yeah. And I think he's genuinely pissed that the Drew Carey show, arguably one of the greatest sitcom shows ever made in the history of the world. It's also one of my favorites of all time Um, because of uh, honestly, how, revolutionary and progressive it was for the people that it was aiming at. Um, but I think he's pissed that it's not in syndication anymore. So he's not cashing that money. Yeah. Mm. So he now realizes he's got Bob Barker money. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have right. to try.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, it's interesting.
0: But. Yeah. So Bob continue. Barker. The other thing with the price is right. Not only is it a great snow day show. It's your go to sick day show. Yeah. For are sure. home sick on the couch. You've got your ginger ale get your saltines you've got bob barker Mm -hmm. telling you you know how much do you think that um this toaster oven does cost Mm -hmm. at retail value you know um they had the foxy models so you're getting like you know sexualized females at an early age Mm -hmm. which you know go for it um every product that they had on there was something that you could relate to even though as kids we were not like Oh boy, you're going to win a new appliance. Who gives a shit? Now as yeah. an adult, I'm like, give me that front-loading washer and dryer. Like, please Bob Barker, mm-hmm. please. Um Plinko was the game. All the games are fun. Plinko you can fun. interact with all of them, like shout guesses, like, no you dummy. Um the excitement of seeing the people in the audience get their names called to yeah. come down and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you've always wanted to be that guy to bid $1. Oh yeah. For or or, there are few, like, 800-801, Bob. Mm, you want to be that guy. You want to be that guy.
1: No. And it was obtainable, because it could be anyone. Right. It was the most relatable game show, because if I was mm-hmm. in the audience, it could have been me.
0: And it wasn't like Wheel of Fortune, where you had to be good with, like, word puzzles. It wasn't Jeopardy, where you had to be great at, like, trivia and stuff. It was literally the price of, like, food and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I don't care how much paste Salsa costs, but I'm going to mm-hmm. work my ass off so I can get to the final sh- I want to spin that wheel. Yeah. I want to get to the final showdown. I want to win both prizes.
1: I did find that's that fair. watching Prices Right as a child, you are unattuned to the world like the mega rich. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, how much is a jar of salsa? I don't know, like eight bucks probably. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what things cost. Yep. That's, that's
2: fair. Uh, so... Uh, three things here real quick one um there are fewer people in this world that i hate here's the list line cutters liars Kreger, uh, uh people who bid one dollar that that's the order and Wait, then wow. people
0: who bid one dollar or people who bid one dollar over what somebody else bid making it so that it was uh. impossible for them
2: yeah, actually, that's more dick than just bidding one dollar. Yeah, that's fine. one
1: dollar really isn't a dick move. No, no, you're just like I think these are all kind of high. I'll go one yeah. dollar. Yeah. Sure, yeah. makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. it makes absolutely versus sense. ruining someone else's right. bid. I have seen somebody do like one dollar,
2: then somebody did two dollars, and then somebody did three dollars, yeah. and somebody did four dollars, and like I mean that's the way to do it. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? It was really um, smart.
0: I saw one as well where it was like somebody mm. was like six hundred and then someone they weren't the last one to bid they did 601 so then the last person was like 602 right <laughs> fuck you um which al- was kind of great also
2: the biggest takeaway though that that price is right did that blue's clues didn't and that would be destroying all your hopes and dreams because what mm. they never tell you about the price is right is that more often than not you don't actually get any of that stuff right you have to fill out a ton of paperwork when you when you're done winning you have to add pretty much at that time pay the taxes if you want to walk away with any of it yep um which is insanely expensive most Especially of the time. a car a car or a trip like if you if you win a car and you got money and you got a trip and I don't know you got a year supply of ricearoni you're fucked bro. Like I don't want to have to claim any of that on my taxes. Yeah. So while it's fun like the experience of being there and stuff like that and maybe you win you still got to like Pay for shit, man.
1: I did watch that documentary about the dude that was like super, super, super into it. He and was like super smart and figured everything a program out. Program and a game to practice it himself and would yeah. input all of the prizes daily from the show into this database. And they used
2: Damn. to because they did it in two different like two different years because yeah. it was originally you couldn't go on again ever if you had already made it to the. Yeah. To the front line, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And then they changed it where. After ten years, you could come back. So he came back, yeah, which was really interesting. But he would have like a book, like a binder, before computers he was were around all
1: the time. He went yeah. for years just to be able to get on, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he helped somebody when the double showdown yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, he got it down to the number.
1: And if you do that, you get both, both? showcases. Yep, and like. It was like one of Drew Carey's like first, first episodes. episodes. And he was like, yeah, we assumed it was someone from the Bob Barker show messing with us because everyone yeah. was so mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like a huge He legit deal. thought he was going to get fired.
2: Yeah. Like Tim or Drew Carey legit. Yeah, Tim Carey. Uh, <laughs> Drew Carey legit thought he was going to get fired from it. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really it was really interesting how they did it. They had to like cut and they like had a board meeting about it and stuff. Like, can we do this? Like, yeah. should we do this?
1: Uh, and then the dude didn't give him any credit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, I'm just super smart. I yeah, that, which was
2: real fucked up. Yeah. Which was super right. fucked up uh, for him to do. And then he gets called out in that documentary, which I actually really enjoyed. Yeah, 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 so yeah that was really good.
0: Uh, 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 but don't forget that call to action. Help control the pet population. Get your pet <sighs> spayed true. or neutered.
2: That's one thing that Blue was yeah. never. Was not spayed or neutered. Yeah. um, nope. so. Which is how we got Magenta. Mm,
1: they were sisters,
2: weren't they? Were they?
0: I have no idea. No were clue. they?
2: <laughs> no clue. I mean, is that what they just told us to not make it awkward that... Blue oh, was banging be. other dogs <laughs> out back, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. In the green room? There you, Blue. Blue banging in the green room.
1: <laughs> um, <Like>. Making yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, this really isn't a contest. Uh, it, anyway, it's Blue's cuz I get it. It's, uh, the Price is Right. Ugh. It was the only show worth watching, really. All of the other stuff was fine. Sure. But The Price is Right was the one where it was like, oh, no, did I miss it? What was I watching instead? Shoot, I'm so dumb. I missed Price is Right now because I was watching, you know, something else. Right. Some some other analog for Jerry Springer that wasn't Jerry Springer. Sure
2: makes sense makes sense uh sally jesse raphael
1: yes
0: Ooh.
2: or uh who's the other one there was another dude
0: uh ricky ricky lake ricky yes. lake yep.
2: uh was good jeffrey dahmer was that his name nope that
1: was oh. a uh, serial killer yeah. oh
2: okay no something dahmer
0: jeffrey or something dahmer, the people number
1: yeah
2: <laughs> i don't remember what the uh what the other jeffrey somebody he was more like a conservative version of jerry springer gotcha yeah um because he would always have, he would always have like emo kids on and be like, Do you know what you're doing to your parents and how, how upset
1: they are? I can picture of the guy. Yeah. Was um, it was the Phil suit, yes. That's yes, what was, was Phil done. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Oh, thank God. Because Marilyn Manson was on that show. Yeah. 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 Yep. Spoke very well, actually. Yeah. yeah right. Like
2: he's very <laughs> eloquent. Here's yeah. the thing more often than not, when. People actually just have a genuine conversation uh, with Marilyn Manson. It's actually a really thought provoked, thought out process. Like yeah. one of my favorite interviews he ever did was uh, when it was shortly after Columbine, I think, or, or something. Mm. And they That's were like, was
1: featured a lot.
2: Right. And he was like, they were like, how, what would you say to the kids that say that you were one of the reasons why they did what they did? And he like very straight face goes, I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything to them. I would sit and listen and ask them why they, you know, what is wrong? What's, what's bothering you? And like had this really opening conversation about how it's important to talk to your kids. Yeah, and understand how they're feeling and stuff, and the host proceeds to just shit on Manson about how that's not how you should be handling things, and like parents need to you know be more like forceful and stuff. It was to
1: be fair to Phil Donahue, Marilyn Manson went on there acting like there are health mental health issues uh, for men that aren't being treated. That's true. So if you're just gonna go on there and make up stuff, right? Absolutely. Around, yeah. I mean. That's that's very
2: fair. Super rude. Yeah, that's that's super fair. <laughs> Fuck Marilyn Manson is the takeaway from right. all this. Fuck!
0: I right. just beat your kids. Yeah, seriously, just right. whip that's them. That's what they need. Yeah, obviously. Uh, just, just a constant. You know what I mean? As a teacher, I can tell you, kids don't need to be listened to, especially the male students.
2: <laughs> that's true. Right? It's very true. Like, what are they gonna do? Right, you know? Fine.
0: They just have these random boners. It's fine.
2: It's fine. <laughs> Again. Sorry. Apologies. Sorry. Apologies. Also, more <laughs> importantly, sorry, Julie Bowman, you probably were a reason why I had a poorly timed boner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. Look, uh, th-
2: back in the day, if I thought I was going to get uh, an enthusiastic hand job, I probably would have popped, popped one real quick. You know what I mean? Right. Bracket number three brought to us by our only sponsor that helps us take out the trash, Bearded Dragon Games. Head over to beardedragongames.online. At the time of this recording, you are too late. To get stuff by Christmas. No, by the
1: time the show drops, you're too late. Barely. You might still be able to make it work.
2: You might. You might. uh, The how? I can tell you. Still waiting for packages that I ordered back in November. Not. Not looking good. But this is the most important thing, Tim. We need to start a new tradition Mm -hmm. here, and I think this is the best place to start it, and it's called New Year's Eve gifts. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I think we should get a gift every year to ring in the new year, something to look forward to. Yeah. So at the stroke of midnight, instead of kissing somebody, which is fucking gross. Don't kiss people. Especially gross. right now. Do yeah, not kiss a people. A yeah, Jesus. Yeah, don't. Uh, but just in Especially general. Especially a stranger. God damn, stay yeah, home. More, more importantly, stay home. And more importantly, just don't show affection to anyone ever. That's you know disgusting. what I
1: mean? Like, right. who... Uh, I have literally only setting yourself up to get hurt later. Yeah, exactly. Hide your feelings. Uh Don't express yourself. Uh The two
0: times I expressed affection. Now I have two kids.
2: So it's not, I would not recommend it. No. If I have learned anything from out to all my exes, if I've learned anything from all my exes, it's if you show affection towards someone, they are going to leave you. Mm -hmm. So just never show them affection. They'll stay around forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but go go to Beard Dragon Games online and buy some stuff. Use promo code Professional Casual, all one word, at checkout.
1: Um, and get board games, card games, minis games, miniatures, uh, dice games. Yeah. Just anything you could possibly want nerd-wise. d Pathfinder,
0: Star Wars stuff. They got it all. And mm-hmm. if you're staying smart and not showing affection to others, mm-hmm. like, treat yourself. Show absolutely. affection to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. He will never leave you. Yeah, absolutely. So you mm-hmm. deserve
2: something. And that promo code is going to get you... Free, free shipping domestically, possibly. Yeah, we free. might. It might be limited by the time this airs. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, but head over there. You're helping a small business in a, in a, in a time of need. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you'll be helping out the show. We get we get a ridiculous kickback from it. So let's let's, you know.
1: Well, they are a huge um, sponsor of the show. They provide space for us. We would literally not
2: be able to take the trash out. They pay for the trash removal here at Elite Showdown. We've we've made that very
1: clear. Mm -hmm. And
0: you guys produce a lot of trash. A lot of trash.
1: It is a lot. Actually, ever since. We burn a lot of styrofoam, too.
0: (laughs) Well, you got to do it. It's like the Duggars live here. Like, how do you have so much garbage? Yeah. Well, I don't want to know. Never mind.
2: You don't really. Like <laughs> I'm working through some stuff. I haven't found Stacy in like a month. So Damn.
1: you know, just get a dumpster. Well, bearded dragon has a dumpster. Yeah, right, exactly. that's, that's how it, it works. Is. I mean, the bird scenes are always over there.
2: Yeah, which has anybody seen them at all? I have no idea where they are. I have have sent several elephants out to find them, and I cannot find them anywhere.
1: I feel like that's actually why things are going well. It's probably because they're not here.
2: But I like I, I love you, man. But like, I need somebody else to talk to for a little bit. That's why you
0: got Danny. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I know they're a little bit spicier than I am. They love
2: cocaine, and you don't. And that's the biggest. That's the biggest determining factor of whether I hang out with you or not. You know,
0: but like teacher salary.
2: That's yeah. uh, okay. That's
1: fair. There's always crack. That is <laughs> it's true. Can't afford cocaine. That's actually true. That's a good point.
2: <laughs> Bracket number three. It's a battle of the Comedy Centrals. Mm. We have Kids in the Hall going up against Comedy Central presents stand-up specials, the one-hour specials that Comedy Central would uh, help up-and-coming uh, stand-up comedians get a free. It was a big deal back in the 90s. to get It was huge. I would like to take Comedy Central Presents just to screw you, because I don't think you've actually ever seen Kids in the Hall.
0: I have not. I've got some pages up on my phone there
2: to (laughs) reference. (laughs) But I will actually take Kids in the Hall.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
2: I'll take Kids in the Hall. Because actually, I'm a huge fan of this show. Okay. And if it wasn't for a snow day, I would have no idea what this show was. But this was a huge instrumental part. More importantly, because it came on at like 8 o'clock on uh, on comedy central for yeah. us anyway. Yeah. Um, so it was the first thing I watched. It was a Canadian skit show that was pretty revolutionary for its time in that it was low budget. It was a bunch of comedians. Now they're literally the entire Canadian, right. All yeah. Canadian comedians. Cause it was a Canadian show. It yeah. was one of the first actual, like to break out of Canada, Canadian shows. Um, and more importantly, um, it was a bunch of like Canadian comedians that nowadays people are like, oh my god, he's really huge. Yep. But you you cannot yep. name a single one of them, right? Um, but so just the skits kind of were intertwined in themselves a little bit. Like they had characters that would carry over. Mm-hmm. It was very like if you watch Keenan Peel nowadays, a lot of those elements that Keen and Peel use yeah. were started
1: with kids in the hall they had characters that were overdone like they are in snl right yeah like right. you can watch a couple target ladies or yep. a couple of this or a couple of that but when it's every week you're just like i don't care right get over it yep. especially chris Kattan's, uh the one where he would eat the apple or whatever. oh shit
2: mr something um, yeah mango mango
1: yeah I mango. mango. Like
2: although i did enjoy when the rock was his like uh brother or cousin that was doing yeah. it too it was actually that pretty was funny great. um but uh, but realistically like yeah they had these characters but they were really smart and were really, and it was weirdly dark it yes. had a lot of really funny dark humor mm-hmm. that as a kid i did not i i found funny but did not appreciate but as an adult i totally get it yeah. one of my favorite skits they ever did was um I don't. It was the tall, kind of bird-looking dude with curly hair. I don't oh, Kevin remember, McDonald. Is that his name? Yep, Kevin McDonald. Okay, uh, I always know him because he plays Pastor Dave on that '70s show. Yeah. Um. So for those of you who need a better reference, that's about all I can think of. But he does this skit. He does a lot of voice acting. He does do a ton of voice acting. Yep. Um. Because he has a very distinct kind of cartoony voice, mm. shrill. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he does this skit where he's talking about the fact that he was trying to get over uh, his emotional problems uh, by talking to his therapist. And he's just telling them like what it is. And it's a dramatization then of him doing the things that his therapist told him to do. And he was just like, but because of my emotional problems and you could just see his like wormy bird face doing it. And then he was, but the one that always got me was he would be in there goes, I was so the other night I was, you know, at the sink washing my plate because I only have one plate because people don't want to spend time with me because of my emotional problems. And I used to think that was the funniest fucking thing in the world. And now as an adult, it hits a little too close to home for me that I just pretty much wash one plate every night and then put it back in the cabinet because I don't have anyone else to cook for.
1: So. So. Very specifically, kids in the hall for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was something I did not like at first okay it was an acquired taste absolutely um because they did have some really most often experimental bits on there
2: yeah mo- more often than not things from Canada that are considered humorous very much like the uk stuff mm-hmm. you have to have an appetite for it yeah but when you do it's the funniest thing in the world so I watched a lot of it during the summer
1: sure it would be on at like one o'clock yep. because I was waiting for the um reruns of center night live to come on sure. Comedy central um and really developed a a really good taste for it. the 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 bit where it's the one guy just walking around public being like
2: i'm squishing your head i like, that's
1: probably the biggest the biggest
2: skit that yeah. ever came from them but yes yeah that one too
1: um dave Foley, you see in a bunch of stuff all the time and mark mckinney you see a lot
2: yep. of the time as yeah yeah well. yeah and like um, this is this was their like diy project they all just was like, let's just make the pilot. Let's pitch to a bunch of places. It got picked up. I want to say by whatever the station that is crave now crave TV, which is the yeah. big network in Canada.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's still around because that's what Letterkenny Kenny premieres on. First.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, which Letterkenny Kenny gives a ton of credit to kids in the hall for, for the structure of their show.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: which if you don't if you're not watching Letter Kenny, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Yeah. It's so good. It's if so
1: and if you're one of those people that like just spite doesn't watch it, like, oh, I didn't get it because I watched 30 minutes of it. It's like right. fuck you, get over yourself. Yeah. It's a great show. It's a
2: great show. You have to watch the full first season to get it. Yeah. But once you get it, it's so clever. Yeah. It's so witty mm-hmm. and good. And kids in the hall kinda gave birth to that. Mm-hmm. I think it's the dark horse of this. I don't know if it can beat Comedy Central Presents, but I think it's really fucking close. I think it's a big, big deal when it comes to my childhood growing up. It it really I think connects to my to my dark humor that I have now, and just every, I, all I can ever think of is Kevin McDonald washing a fucking plate and putting it back in the cabinet, <laughs> just <ridiculous>. looking absolutely <laughs> depressed. And I just I get it. Like I fucking get it.
1: That's so um, funny. I I do. There was a bit on there that was heavily Kevin McDonald where he found out that because he was Jewish, he could do things that he wasn't supposed to through a hole in the sheet. Yep. And it started out by eating bacon through a hole in the sheet. And then he would smoke through a hole in the sheet. And then he (laughs) fucked a computer through the hole in the sheet. It was really good.
2: Okay. the, The other one that I remember, the dude has very piercing blue eyes and blonde hair. Scott Thompson? I think so was telling this really boring story and he would have kevin uh mcdonald walk out if he thought you weren't paying attention anymore in a onesie and kevin mcdonald's nuts are just hanging and he's just standing there like like i don't want to be here and he's like do i have your attention now okay good so i was there with my girlfriend and like you know, and they're just talking.
1: Oh, probably. Yeah. And
2: then he would, Kevin would like walk off stage and he'd be like, Oh, am I, am I losing you? Kevin would walk out and then he'd make Kevin turn around. And he has this onesie just cranked up into his butt cheeks. and just like little stuff like that was so funny. Of course. uh, The other one that always got me was the, um, I think it was Kevin. It was one of them pretending to be a girl and they're like uh, at home and they're just, he's making her repeatedly watch the squeal like a pig Squill like a piggy scene from uh Deliverance Deliverance, just over and over and over again. She's just like, Are you are you trying to tell me something? Because no, this is just a great piece of cinematic work. Like, watch. And it just replays it over and over and over again. And he cannot figure out why she's being so uncomfortable about it. Yeah. Uh, just little little stuff like that that I just found so funny now looking back at it. But Comedy Central presents, tell me why you think it should win, even though it shouldn't.
0: Okay. So stand-up comedy in the nineties was. Such a niche place to get into, especially if you didn't have like improv training or you hadn't gone to like theater school or whatever like yeah. that. Um, this one actually is near and dear to my heart, not only because I've never seen kids in the hall, but I was ready to defend it. Okay, I, I, I give, you, cre- I give you credit. I give you credit. I give you credit. Um, I asked the research team to throw some stuff together for yeah. me and they literally gave me well, because you're part the of
2: paper. the Patreon, you're also part of the research team, yeah. yeah so <laughs>
0: so um, that works, but I in the 90s when I was a youngster as mm-hmm. it were um I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Okay. That was like my goal in life. I did like multiple talent shows in my elementary school. I had a whole stand-up routine. Most of it was making fun of my parents which honestly would work. Yeah. For yeah. For anybody. Um the beauty of Comedy Central Presents not only is it giving an outlet to um up-and-coming stand-up artists to help them get that's that notoriety and be seen Mm -hmm. which now is easily done on the internet like you could just be funny on tiktok and fucking get a contract to you know whatever um that was the place where they could be seen there was so much variety like every episode would be a different stand-up comic um so you could see people who wouldn't normally get that center stage like kids in the hall awesome but it's five white dudes doing skits and they play the female parts they play the male parts like
1: and the american version of it was called the whitest kid you know
0: Right, you're, no. you're not
1: wrong, you're not so. Wrong.
0: Um, this was a place where those minority groups, female comics, comics of color, whatever, they could be seen mm. and have that mm-hmm. soundboard where they could, you know, practice their art and yeah, lots of variety.
2: I, so, a few things about Comic Central Presents uh, one. It, <sighs> It never actually aired. These were all reruns.
0: Right. So yeah, you can never catch a new episode. No, it was always yeah. the
2: same ones, but man, it was always still funny. Yeah. Back then, this was a big deal. Like if you got this contract, it meant that you possibly could be somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like and you think about it, like Dan Cook got started there. Daniel um, Tosh, Daniel Tosh mm-hmm. got started there. Uh, Bo, Bo Burnham did not get started there. Yeah, he had a comedy Central Presents. Did he? Yep. I'm very young. It was one of his like it was actually legitimately one of his first gigs, I believe, was like wow. he did a couple of like little stand up things. And
1: then they just it was towards the end. I thought he was pure YouTube.
0: Um, Some I, other people on their cast, Wanda Sykes, Lewis Black. Yep. uh, Mitch Ma- Hedberg. Which, Mark Maron, who is on um, fucking glow.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's uh, pro or con, but I mean, Ron White blew up. Ron yeah. White was discovered yeah. by Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy. Foxworthy because of because of that. He told the tater salad joke uh, like that was the first time he did it. And oh, it got so such good. got such a good response from it that it ended up being his thing.
1: All the comedians of comedy too: Zach Galifianakis, yep. Brian Posehn, Maria Brantford and Patton Oswald.
2: Yeah. Uh, what's the Dimitri guy?
1: Dimitri Martin.
2: Yeah. The kind of nerdy. Yeah. White dude with the giant nose. Yeah. like Because he would do he I remember specifically he had the drawing. Yeah. The drawing stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the,
1: the big footboard, yep,
2: yep, yeah. Um, uh, Mike, Mike Berbiglia, yep. I mean, like, so this was a big deal, this was a big deal back in the mm-hmm.
1: day. Um, and they were 15 minutes, right? They weren't a full half an hour, no, they're a full half hour, okay, yep, they were a full half hour. But to get that as a special, <laughs> right, when the only other contender at that time was HBO stand up specials, right, right. Which and you, you had to be, a- to be the A list of the A list right. to get. Right. this gave a voice to a lot of people and yep.
0: like who had HBO when we were growing up because we yeah. sure as hell didn't <laughs> I didn't, no, I mean, no, I no
1: way my mom was paying 3 in the morning yeah. when you're flipping through trying to see a titty but that's and about like,
2: it oh yeah that's totally too Yeah. do you guys, uh, just real quick, do you guys remember the channel The Box? no mm-hmm. so it was like a music channel where you could vote for what music video got played next but you had to call a 900 number and, and vote <laughs> and call incredible. it in and they would just, but they would play like any anything it was all it was all determined it was essentially what mtv probably should have been yeah right but i remember
1: reality tv show channel yeah (laughs)
2: yep pretty much um but specifically there was this one video shout out you ready for this bong b-o-n bong oh like dr bong yeah b-o-n bong they were i think like a german or a swedish band but they wrote this song called girls and for whatever reason, I was obsessed with that fucking song, and it, I could not remember what it was called. It took me legitimately fifteen years to discover it, and I found it randomly. Finally, after because like I would Google what I could remember of the lyrics, mm-hmm. nothing would ever come up. And then scrolling of all places, goddamn Reddit. I mm. was just I was just like I set a mission. I was like I'm going to find this song today. Fifteen years later, I found it. It was called Bong. It was a song called Girls. Maybe it was called Boys. It's either boys or girls. And either there's one. they sing they sing about the op, like the whole thing. It's yeah. a spectrum. I think it's called girls. But um just Google it. Google sure. it. Google it and give that video more more views just randomly. I gave it hundred views when I finally found it.
1: Yeah. Uh as much as I like kids in the hall. Yeah. Uh, this isn't even close. I didn't realize it had great dark humor and I, I really like that. But Comedy Central presents yeah. such a, a better platform, uh significantly more diverse. Yep. And uh, literally any l- comedian that's worth their salt in any way, shape or form was most likely on it in mm-hmm. the late nineties, early two thousands.
2: Yeah. And the thing I was like, if you didn't, if you didn't like one of the comedians, I just didn't have to watch that half hour. Right. right, You know what I mean? You could, you could just wait for somebody else to come on. Yeah. Um, also this, actually I should have told you this before Um, we moved on. Uh, Kevin James and his brother both had, uh, spots on it which was probably
1: good that i decided before you told me (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like danny i also wanted to be a stand-up growing up that's fair. i was like i'm gonna be on last comic standing and it's gonna be great and yeah Yeah. you know now look at you yeah now look at me
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're doing it you're doing better
0: the ep of a you know podcast network
1: Yeah, yeah the the electronic pornographer of a podcast network right.
2: specifically on this show. You absolutely are. Yes. I would agree. Yes. Bracket. Number four brought to us by Patreon, patreon.com slash professional casual network. We've got so much stuff over there. And more importantly, if you like, Oh yeah. The power Face, check out our new monthly possibly going to get changed, but we don't know yet. We're still kind of feeling out the process. Uh, vlog called, wait, did I roll a wild? A Marvel crisis protocol vlog. Which has dropped the first episode? Uh yeah. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't sure. Yep. I haven't actually check the patreon in a while um because i get so many notifications that i get overwhelmed and then just ignore them yeah uh but we literally drop stuff at least every wednesday sometimes mm-hmm. multiple times a week over there
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah it is multiple times a week yeah because uh video for certain <laughs> podcasts are, are on right. there uh on the same day that the podcast episode releases as well as patreon wednesday yeah we really blow it up yep and yeah. pretty
2: much what it is is Uh, Wait to roll a wild is our is our kind of new show where we just talk about some aspect of Marvel Crisis Protocol because we all just sit around and just talk about how great the game is, and we like talk strategy or we talk cars or we talk characters or whatever. And I realized why are we not just hitting record and making more content? Right. Um, instead of just, you know, sitting around smelling each other's farts, you know
0: what I mean? Like we should really focus on also record that for content though. Yeah, actually it's the good news. <laughs> I'll put that on my only fans. That
1: person's as far as do get recorded. <laughs> it's very, oh, yeah, the power face. Oh, that's It's
0: very true. God
2: moving on moving on but bracket number four ah man this is interesting it's the the titans of the morning talk show it's regis and kelly live we now growing up we were kelly ripa people mm. we were not kathy lee people okay Mm. so fuck kathy lee you ain't getting on here you know what i mean it's that fallout
0: though was like whoa yeah it was bad like i wasn't a Regis and Kathy Lee, Kathy Lee person mm-hmm. until that went down and I was like, oh, what's happening now? Yeah, it was yeah. a big
2: it was a yeah. big deal. Yeah, a big big scary deal. Kathy Lee's crazy, right? That was my understanding. Yeah. Was she was kind of kind of uh, overly dramatic, but I think had a lot of now we look back on it had a lot of legs to stand on with Regis. Is uh, she the one that's now with Hoda on a different morning yeah. show and they just yeah. drink constantly? Yeah, they drink yeah. at like ten a.m. They're just sipping wine and stuff. Yeah. Arguably some of the worst television ever made. I cannot stand Hoda. I cannot stand... I actually can't stand either of them. But gotcha. yeah. Hoda specifically, for whatever reason, it's something about her voice. Hmm. It just makes me want to cause harm to myself because if I'm going to be in that much pain, it needs to be self-inflicted.
1: I have near no frame
2: of reference for... You are, I just, you are all the better you, for it. Yeah, you are yep. so lucky. Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to send you a bunch of clips to now drop into the show. <laughs> um, but it's going up against... Literally an entire network. Right. It is the USA Morning Lineup. Uh, USA Network Morning Lineup show. From 8 a.m. to about, I would say, noon or 1. Yeah. There was some really good television. Some baller stuff. Some baller stuff. Yeah. I mean, granted, all syndication. Uh, Let's see. I lost last bracket, so I get to choose. Yep. I'm going to take the USA Morning Lineup. Yeah, nice. So clear. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So... Let's talk about let's talk about some gangbusters that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, why even wings? Oh. Wings, arguably one of the oh, greatest, really? oh. yeah, one of the greatest shows ever made. It it was such a such a weird cast of people mm-hmm. that when you look at it, you go, "There's no way this is funny," but fuck, it was hilarious. Yeah, well. It was just this little rinky-dink airport that had like. The, the brothers who were just trying to be pilots and, and trying to make it a name for themselves. And then there's like the corporate guy, right. Which is, was Roy was his name. He
1: was from the competing.
2: Right. Airline. 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 But he airport. was like the yeah. actual like corporate guy. Yeah. Right. Like he was the, he was the big name,
1: big name, uh, flight, flight. People. And that just really specific aesthetic, like, uh, an overweight middle-aged yep. guy would let the little tiny child, the uh, chaplain mustache yep. and the, uh, comb over. Yep. It was really good,
2: but he had it like in a suit, which the tie was never usually fixed unless somebody important was there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we had Tony Shalhoub was on there. Tony Shalhoub was the taxi driver. Yep. yep. And more importantly, the standout of that, of that entire thing. Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas. I almost said Hayden Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Hayden church. I was trying to remember his brief, uh, his initials, Thomas Hayden church, the mechanic for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He gets a lot of credit from Brendan Frazier. That a lot of his characters that he created afterwards gets gets because of his role on Wings, which is a wild thing, a wild statement. I actually don't even know if it's totally true, but that's what I've heard. Um, And then we had Heather somebody. It's Casey. Yeah. Who worked uh, was like essentially just worked the cafe that was was there. And there was this really cute love story going on. It was it was a good, wholesome show. But man, it was so fucking funny.
1: But well, all the other shows too at that time on USAM Major Dad, Major Dad, working. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, can we talk about working like real quick, real quick?
2: Yeah, I loved working. It was only on for I think one, maybe two seasons.
1: Yeah, uh, Fred Savage stepped up. Uh, it was pretty much Spin City in a corporate setting versus a government setting. Yeah.
2: right. Which is which is a big thing which i don't actually spin city was never on the usa network i think that no, was,
1: was on not. it was a primetime show on it ABC was or
2: but yeah, it, they did it air it during the day but i think that made syndication at like three o'clock or after gotcha. um and i want to say it was like when i used to watch it, it was like on tnt or something or, or spike at the time yeah, um yeah. but man working was so good because it was like this corporate Guy, it was fred savage's breakout role after the wonder years which we kind of assumed that we would never see him again like he Mm -hmm. was the childhood star who died to death because he was a childhood star and he makes this like breakout was he the director yeah i believe he was the director of it which that dude directs everything now yeah he does he does a ton of like smaller independent stuff he does a ton of stuff for uh netflix Mm -hmm. um friends with kids or something like that. I think yeah. it was a show really good. I actually re- ended up really liking it. I wasn't expecting to. Um, and more importantly, most importantly, we g- they gave us the reunion. We always wanted, which was Danica McKellar coming back to do another, uh, like one or two scene episodes. And she just plays like this, like uh like slutty office girl, which, I mean, that's all I've ever wanted from Winnie Cooper was to just, right, just be a somebody who'd bang you on the the fax machine in the in the copy room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh Who is? Uh, she's actually ridiculously smart. She puts out math books. Yeah. She like she actually wrote uh, her own like math theorem. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, it's Good super wild, her. and she's uh, constantly promoting uh, like math in schools for girls literacy yep yeah, mm-hmm. and stuff and uh most importantly she's like 50 something still stupid hot i mean she doesn't look like she has aged a single day in her life yeah stupid hot um other shows to mention the jeff foxworthy show a lot of people don't remember it but i the biggest takeaway from that the the woman who plays his wife on that show turned down the role of ross's uh wife uh, who uh, becomes a lesbian, but was still pregnant and has been, she turned down, she's in the first episode, she turned down the role because she thought the Jeff Foxworthy show sure. was going to be more popular, and because it was a lead role versus just like a like a sometimes role, right. like, a, like a walk-on role occasionally. Mm. So she turned it down to go to do the Jeff Foxworthy show, which was on for like, Two seasons, maybe, yeah. uh, which of course was just all of Jeff Fox were these jokes in a sitcom, pretty yeah. much yeah. what it was, but it was still funny. Like, I, as a kid, I was like, Yeah, dude, fart jokes, yeah, why wouldn't I love this? Yeah, um, In Living Color was in syndication during that time, hmm. which I mean, in Living Color, amazing Jim Carrey's breakout role, um, Wayne's Brothers, Wayne, yep, all the Wayne's Brothers were in there, uh, so many good things. It was the show that SNL was scared to be mm-hmm. um, mainly because of Mad TV. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Fair. Do you think do you really do you? a oh, real conversation? Do you think Mad TV is on the scale of living color and SNL?
1: <sighs> no, it's nah. not. Okay. Well, I really liked it and I really wanted it to be, but no, I could never that's right. I mean but like it had Will Sasso. Sure. It had Will Will,
2: um, Will Sasso Will Sasso doing Kenny Rogers or Fred Durst is still the funniest thing to me in the yeah. world.
1: Kenny the Kenny Rogers jackass bit. Yeah. The
0: Kenny uh, Rogers reality. Yeah.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> like some of the some of the some of the best stuff. Clops. Yeah. The Claymation Cops was also <laughs> really good. Okay, sure. I, I mean Miss Swan. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, uh Seth McFarlane's wife, when it got in the walk on role as Lois later on. Yeah. Yep. Um, like that was a big deal. Alex Bourne's Yep. Yep. You know,
0: I and, always felt like Mad TV was just like a more accessible SNL.
2: It was, I always called it, I always called it like Dollar Tree SNL. Yeah.
0: Like
2: it was, it was, it was a bunch of people who would never be looked at for SNL and Mm -hmm. they all just came together and they made this like guerrilla punk version that when they found their fucking characters, every skit was that, every skit was Miss Swan, every skit was Stewart, every skit was, oh, the mom, she's like a big deal now. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: She actually, I think ended up on SNL at some point. No. Mo something yeah Mo Williams like no that might be an author of children's books.
1: Phil Lamar too was huge on yeah. that show and his voice literally mm-hmm. like yes. he, oh he was God. half of the voices on Futurama yeah and yep. yeah that's
2: very very true uh but that was not aired during the day during a snow day no
1: it was not right. no it was not yep. specifically so why are we talking about it let's uh, move on I don't know you you brought it up and I love Matt and, TV sorry yeah um I like Will Sasso
2: of course other shows like Ned and Stacy were on there which was a mm-hmm. big deal at the time um Mad about you was on there sure um oh it was that's when i watched it it was it was part of that lineup which i mean that was like a big deal to some people wasn't to me but it was it was funny i got why it was funny it was the it was the cute comedy version of um when
1: harry miss alley
2: well when harry miss alley but it was like it was the cute cuddly version like couples version of seinfeld sure that's that's kind of what it was it was funny it was good i i laughed at it at the time um but man when I knew I was having a snow day, this was my lineup. I would watch kids in the hall. I'd flip over to USA network. I'd catch their lineup till noon. I would then watch the daily show from the night before that I missed because they would air it at noon. I then would watch. Usually comedy central presents would air a couple there. I would bounce between Jerry Springer and daily show. Like when there was a commercial break, I bounced between those two. And then I'd, you know, finish out my day with Nick jr. until, Nickelodeon came on or Power Rangers, depending on what day it was. Yeah. USA Network lineup was a huge
1: part of my part of my childhood.
2: And there are so many other shows that I cannot remember that were on that because they literally just bought out every syndication that they could. It's pretty
1: much every primetime network show from yesteryear. Yeah. Or even the season before. Yeah. Yeah. But it's
2: going up against Regis and Kelly Live. All right. So. um.
0: So, I just I was looking at facts about Regis Philbin because we know he has passed. So, hmm. Rip I. Regis. Oh, is he? Yes. Yeah, Big Rips. Yeah, he's not with us anymore. Um, Kelly
1: Ripa. Rip and pepperonis, Regis Philbin.
0: Um, so, this says he was once called, quote, the hardest working man in show business. He holds the Guinness World Record for the most hours on U.S. television. Wow. So, oh, wow. Okay. And that encompasses because he started um, his talk show back in 1983. Kathy Lee joined him in 85 and then she was done in like 2000 and Kelly Rippa joined him in 2001, I believe. And now it is oh, live okay. with Regis or live with Kelly and Ryan Seacrest. Oh, that is, that right? is a is is Ryan Seacrest now? now. Yes. Straight straight hands is now. Is currently now. No more straight hand. She had some guest people in to as kind of like filler. Um, and now she's got Ryan Seacrest oh, gotcha. on there with her. Yeah. Okay. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about live with Regis and Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which if you who's not in the market for an old little white man bossing around some blonde bombshell
2: who who you also know? would then just be sassy right back to him. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, like it, had, it didn't get him anywhere.
0: They had the cutest little on air relationship mm-hmm. where like they would just like bust on each other. But like in a lighthearted, joking way, yeah. they could make fun of each other. They always had um, the most relevant um guests on there whether it was like tv music entrepreneurial stuff they always had those people on um they did lots of giveaways they giving away those of, omaha steaks man so many giveaways <sighs> so much audience participation yep. um they were just that like feel good wholesome talk show that's like the diametric opposite of jerry springer
1: mm-hmm. you know
2: it was what late night was so known for the, like the late night talk shows, but nobody could stay up that late. Nope. This was for those working moms who wanted mm-hmm. that, that type of entertainment that they didn't have to stay up for. Right. The kids are gone. Mm-hmm. They can stay. They can have a glass of wine. I guess, you know, it's five o'clock a, somewhere. A mimosa. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. A mimosa a or, or just a coffee with, you know, like a hot toddy, and whatever. My, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's exactly and, what I And, and, and right get, here. and get and gets set up, ready to go. And like, it was it was so it was so good for that era. Give it the giveaways. Right. Omaha stakes giveaways, constant giveaways, which, you know, the phone forward. And this is and most importantly, they were trailblazers. Often imitated, never better. Nope. Uh Look at the monsters that they went up against, like that tried to try to beat them. Rosie O'Donnell canceled.
1: Yep, Ellen got moved. Um, Who's apparently also an awful person? Yeah, like any staff member, anyway. Right? Yeah, which is crazy to think about. Yeah,
0: it makes me sad because I feel like I have been bamboozled. Yes, but kind of my own fault. Sure. I mean, the when
2: you look at it now, you're like, oh, clearly the writing's on the wall. She is playing a character, and and behind Mm -hmm. the scenes, she is. Awful. An awful human being. It's it totally really makes sense. Yeah. And sure, she can apologize, but until there's and I think a lot of that also was there was she was an awful person, but she had a producer uh, who was also awful but was not on screen. Yeah. Um, but she ended up just taking the brunt of yeah, all of it. But also, you know, f- enable each fuck other Ellen. Bad people. Right. Yeah. Fuck Ellen. Um uh uh Wayne Brady canceled, got sent to uh um make a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I mean, in that time slot, nobody was touching them. Nope. 9 a.m. Nobody's touching that time slot. Yep. Everybody knows if you try to go up against them, you're going to get canceled. They were monsters.
0: Yeah, yeah truly. Um, and I really loved I know that this is like a really minor thing because you look more at the content of a show. I loved the way that their staging was set up mm-hmm. because you've got your late night talk show hosts who are behind a desk and then their guests are in like little easy chairs or whatever. Um. Or you know you have like Maury or Jerry who are just kind of like walking around or just like sitting in like a low chair. They were on these like high, almost like pseudo bar stool chairs. Like mm-hmm. yeah. the kind you'd sit at if your friends had like an eat-in kitchen with a mm-hmm. little bar area, you'd sit on that. And I feel like that just made them so much more like accessible mm-hmm. in a way. Like they're sitting there with you. Upscale they're not casual. Desk. Yeah. yeah, right. Almost professional casual. Yeah, not quite, yeah. but not almost. Quite. Yeah,
2: close. And yeah. more, most importantly, there was no block there. Um, so we could see their legs and you would see the shine from the body, uh, oil that mm-hmm. Kelly Ripa would rub all over herself before she came out. Yep. So it was just like, Oh, here's it. The, and then there's like the shiningness from mm-hmm. her knees. Uh, she had the boniest knees.
0: She is rail thin. Yes. And did you see the like big blow up of her like Instagram post where it's like a holiday photo of her and her husband? I guess he's on like five Oh Hawaii five Oh or something. Yeah. Um, Dude's got a bulge. And she was like, yeah, that's Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that's a package for me, friends. And I, I saw it and I was like, "Good damn, for damn girl. Good for her.
2: Uh, well, honestly, one of my favorite things she ever did. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch the show, but she was on an episode of Broad City. Uh, where she got to just kind of like play a different character than what she is on, you know, Bridges and Kelly. Yeah. Where she pretty much uh, just smokes weed and wants to have a threesome the whole time <laughs> with with two just gorgeous black men. It's the That's awesome. funniest. Ev- really it's awesome. one of my favorite episodes they ever put out. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. it was a it was a game busters of a show. Yeah. I'll be honest, anything that went up against against them in that USA network time slot was probably mm-hmm. something they didn't care about. They just had to fill an hour before Regis and Kelly was done. Yeah. You know, Right.
1: but if you don't but look against at the whole USA network, right
2: against the right. whole USA network. And more importantly, if you don't look at that nine o'clock time slot, if you look at everything else, I mean, majority of, yeah, USA network got all my ratings
1: also. Right. So for me, very specifically on a snow day, the USA Network or USAM, mm-hmm. that, that particular block, that was the go-to. Yeah. There was nothing else on. You knew there was something there. You'd watch it mm-hmm. until Price is Right is on or sure. until Jerry Springer was on. Yep. So the you're never in a bad spot when you're the permanent number two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, in this particular situation, uh, uh, they take this one. Yeah, Right. Sure. But I missed Price is Right regularly because I didn't actually know what time it was on. Because I was watching USAM right. mm-hmm. being, and switching over occasionally to see when it was on. But then I'd miss it because I was just watching Wings.
2: Yeah. yeah. God, I love Wings.
1: So yeah, USAM. Moving on. Moving on.
2: Our semifinal bracket brought to us by possibly you. Shoot over to theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Listen for the commercial at the end. $10. You can sponsor this bracket for a month. Four episodes. And we
1: have a Sponsor.
2: Oh, do we really? Oh, I don't know
1: anything about this. Yeah, so we've kept it from you pretty specifically. Yeah. Um, But Jordan over at Wreck My Podcast sponsored the bracket for a month. Yeah. And uh, he has written um, some things for me to read. Okay. Are you tired of listening to podcasts with only two hosts? Are you tired of being called a cat and a squirrel? At Wreck My Podcast... They know your time is valuable, and they would never imagine wasting 30 minutes on trivial talk before getting into their actual podcast episode. Wreck My Podcast is the premier podcast about pop culture and nostalgia, and we here at Elite Eight Showdown would highly recommend for you to listen to them. So what are you waiting for? Get actual facts about movies, TV shows, video games, and stop wasting your time on irrelevant opinions about big fictional brackets, because there's podcasts out there that you are listening to right now. Because there's podcasts out there that you are listening to right now. And then there's other podcasts that you should be listening to. And that is Wreck My Podcast. Find them anywhere you can find podcasts, including YouTube. You know we'll be listening. I love that that was the read for them, too, on uh-huh. an episode where we're at an hour and a half in, <laughs> And uh, nowhere's close to being done.
2: Uh, actually, we're close. To be fair, we're going to edit a lot of it out. because No, we're not. Well, I'm not gonna. So, you're gonna start up the uh, the first take and just leave it in? And then oh, not... no, not
1: that one. No. Oh, okay.
2: Because no, no. okay. Uh, you, you never actually stopped the recording. We just redid it. So, you have a ton of footage of stuff no, in there. I stopped it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, don't edit any of this out either because um, it's, yeah, it's trivial.
0: Okay. I apologized with the first take. I thought that you were expecting Dan to come on. So, I was trying to do my best Dan Cole impression. That's... And I'm sorry that it got super racist and offensive, <laughs> whatever. That's fair. Yeah. I also didn't know that I wasn't supposed to come in one of his furry costumes. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Stakes were made. You got to hose those out first,
2: too. You, they you really smell do.
0: so bad.
2: Yeah. When I when I said that I wanted somebody who liked to sit in uh, food, I was talking about the person we bring up a lot in it, fat ass Dan. Yeah. Um. Who who just constantly is sitting in cakes over on the Patreon, um. At the hidden tier, um. Yeah. Uh, so I do apologize. That was that was kind of our mistake. Communication. Uh, yeah. Here. I'm it's sorry. It's okay. It's fine. Our communication team is awful it's here. So bad. It's very.
1: It cruel. is really bad actually.
2: <laughs> but enough trivial talk. Yeah. We have Jerry Springer going up against The Price Is Right. Ooh. I mean, I think this is the finals right here. Personally, I agree. I, I'm going to take, I'll take Jerry Springer. Cause that was, that's who I defended before Jerry Springer. I mean, just Americana, man, throw her the root. You know what I mean? Like that's all, that's all, that's all I got to say. Jerry Springer to this day, people still, still know what Jerry Springer is. Still talk about it. And more importantly, it stopped at a time of its height. It did not continue. It did not replace Jerry Springer with a half ass fat Dilbert looking dude who can't even find the will to live, to do the show to the energy that the former host does. It, it, it had a nice swan song. It had its Bruce Banner walking into the sunset.
1: Kind of. It did. Because then there was the Steve Wilco show, but
2: that was Steve trying to do his own thing. And realistically, Steve Wilco show is actually a more serious show in tone. I would say, I would say it's, Jerry adjacent I wouldn't say it was trying to be Jerry Springer I think Springer. that's fair I actually fair didn't statement.
0: like the Steve wilco show because I wanted it just to be like right
2: yeah all the fights I wanted him to introduce somebody and then tackle them to the ground yeah. that's what I wanted that's not what I got I got actually like heartfelt moments of reuniting families and yeah. shit yeah and he even says in the intro I was like I, this is not what you are what you think it is yeah which is I don't know kind of bummed me out because I wanted it to be what I thought it was but it's going up against Price is
0: Right the Price is Right again Bob Barker, everyone's childhood, just the nostalgia of, you know, come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. You know,
1: yeah, there really is not a lot that needs to be said for this one. I I know that you think that these are are the biggest and best, but one of them is the biggest and best. Uh, And it's The Price is Right, Uh, because whenever I watch Jerry Springer. It was never the episode I wanted to see. It was never the episode that I felt like they were doing promos and stuff for. It was some other stupid thing. Yeah. Um, sure.
0: Oh, God. That was the worst when you, like, saw the ad and you were like, fuck, yeah. Yeah. And you tuned yeah. in and it's you were It's a dude like, that pukes on people
1: and then some midgets and then this other lady's farts cakes. I, it was supposed to be awesome and it was yep. never that one. It nope. was... Uh, now, granted, yeah. there are some choice bits from it. Yes. Right. The one where the guy has to tell his girlfriend that he's black because she didn't know, apparently. <laughs> um was really funny that was that was pretty
2: yeah i forgot about that yeah. thank you for bringing that back into my life oh i gotta go god. look up that clip now
1: it was on something the other day i saw it on so tiktok good. or something someone yeah. posted just that clip and i was like, oh my god was, right. it was so good who who really thought this shit was real at any point right and you weren't allowed to watch it right. i would switch it when my mom walked in the room absolutely um price is right though I could always enjoy. Yeah, it was she probably never encouraged. A bad you. Yeah, and we yeah. watch it together. Yeah. Yep. So price is right. Moving on.
2: Moving uh, on. Our other semifinal bracket. It's coming. Do we have a read? Do I have to promote something? No. Okay. Only cool.
1: one per episode. All right. Uh
2: Comedy Central presents versus USA morning lineup. The USAM, if you will. Mm. Uh I mean it's a so this is tough right it's a battle of syndications right but I think more importantly what we're looking at is while it is quality it is also quantity Mm -hmm. you could block out your entire day if you wanted to Mm -hmm. of watching really good syndicated sitcom shows that were all gangbusters every single one was a banger every single one of them was funny if you went to Comedy Central presents and it was a comedian that you were not excited about guess what USA Network's got you baby boy Send you right over there. Hook you right up with a hilarious episode of Living, Living Color. Ned and Stacy, Wings, Working, whatever it was, is what you want.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you want good stand-up? Go for Comedy Central Presents. But USA Morning Lineup, just, there's so much wow. variety there. Wow. Like, I can't even argue that.
1: Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Um, in... Comedy Central presents Corner. Sure, you get a very legitimate, similar amount of uh, variety. I will get in one it. show. Yep. Yeah. Um, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. USAM is where yesterday's actors went to die. Comedy Central presents is where the, the best comedians of today got their start. Yeah,
0: uh,
2: that's where they were born. I will say that, but my my re- re- my rebuttal to that is. I could go back and watch USAM stuff and it would still be enjoyable to me. Mm -hmm. If I go back and watch Comedy Central Presents, it's going to feel old and dated because it's some of their not as funny jokes because they haven't honed their craft yet because they're still young in the business.
1: They are young in the business, but there was a lot of experimental material that was done during those things because usually you had a hard five. Sure. Having a half an hour is where you really Mm -hmm. had to, number one, stretch, and number two, let people know a little bit more about you versus trying to get, boom, 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 I have five minutes to get my three jokes out, and if they are all bangers, uh, I'm done. David Tell. Uh, I love David Tell.
2: uh, David Tell, I specifically remember his... Uh, Cause I really liked his background. Yeah. It was a uh, like a bomber. And he, I remember they like cut to commercial and he came back and he was just standing there like this for some fucking reason. He's like, there you go, guys. There was the, there was the shot for you or I something like that. forgot
1: about that group. David tell Greg Giraldo, Yeah. Colin Quinn. I loved Greg Giraldo; He was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh But yeah, it was a huge David O'Neill.
2: That was the first time I ever heard the, uh, uh the cucumber and a secret friend joke. Uh yeah, That's, one of my favorites ever
1: but i i really want to move Comedy central presents on here but usam is 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 kind of unfair honestly yeah, yeah. to be in here i mean i very wow. legitimately maybe a bracket of just
2: usam shows USAM we oh, you shows. know if we were smart and we wanted to stretch content we probably should have done that yeah yeah oh well you no know, uh big this lizard. shows right? yeah that's true um
1: <laughs> But yeah, so we we're going to move ahead, USAM.
2: USAM, moving on. Our finals. The Price is Right going up against USAM. This uh, is this is
1: the quality versus quantity argument. Yeah. This
2: yeah. is 100%. Because yeah. realistically, yeah. no one show on the USAM is better than than the enjoyment of watching the person who bidded 400 get screwed by the 401 guy. Yeah. That is right. that is comedy that will, I mean, the looks that you would get. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'd be like, and times it'd be like, you fucking serious? Right. Like, I'll see you in the parking lot. Yeah, like, fucker. I will murder you. I yeah. wanted that. I know you fill out those forms. That parking
1: lot's gonna be empty. <laughs> it's gonna be me and you and that boat. <laughs>
2: It's go time. <laughs> it's it is fucking go time. He, they wanted that your supplier ricearoni. Yeah, hell yeah. Which would it's a be San Francisco tree. Yeah, four hundred and twenty-seven dollars, Bob. <laughs> yeah you know uh you know i would have always been pissed if like realistically if it was something that i won and that i just didn't give two shits about mm-hmm. like a rolex watch i don't want that i don't want to pay the taxes on that i don't yeah. wear watches I, mean, I have fat wrists and a rolex is not fitting you know what i mean so like yeah.
0: i i don't know i but but you can look at those foxy models like look at this
1: tennis yeah bracelet. yeah
0: yeah you know that's true yeah but I, I could
2: argue that uh, what's her nuts from Wings could go up against anybody—the
1: redhead or the the wife, Casey, or uh, the blonde one. Oh, so she was the wife of Tim, right. whatever's character. Yeah, because it knows. was the two brothers. Oh, and one um, was constantly going after the cafe girl. Or no. I, I forget. I anyway, move on.
2: Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, they were all fucking hot. Right. I mean, every single one of them. Shout yeah. out to Tony Shalhoub. I'd bang you. Um, but with that being
1: said. And them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm. man.
2: Memories. Yeah. Absolute memories. Uh, this, one's,
1: this one's really tough. Yeah. Um, I really want... Ugh. I feel like we're going to have mad listeners if I don't say the price is right. Sure. A lot of people would be very upset about it. Um, but... It is you here is why I'm going to say it's the price is right. Okay. USAM as we found out was somewhat regional, right? There are people that have never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of our listeners uh, probably in Kashmir, have never heard of it. <laughs> uh, you know what they have heard of huh. the price is right. Yeah.
2: That's true. I wouldn't be surprised if there was like uh, an India version of the They're price probably is right. Is. They have yeah. their own Bob Barker. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who is telling you to spay and neuter your pets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the message is more clear. I think the mm-hmm. message is more important on the prices right. Yeah. That you need to you need to know before you walk into a store what things cost right. and to spay
1: new to your pets. Yeah. Well, be
0: I, a smart shopper. Yep. Right. Well,
1: and like I said, USAM is what I would watch when there wasn't the prices right. Out. Sure. Mm-hmm. It was the the permanent number two. And there's nothing wrong with that. In mm-hmm. fact, it's incredibly reliable. Right. Yeah. But a practice girl, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But at the end of the day, you were watching it until the Price Is Right is on. Right. Sure, yep.
2: I, I can't. I can't argue with that. Price Is Right taking the bracket. Uh-huh. Crowd fell
1: asleep there a little
2: bit, but yeah, they're, they're they're happy. They're happy we finally chose a
1: winner. It was, a, you know, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They've 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 been here for a while. Yeah. It makes sense. It's very true. If you
2: enjoyed this show, check out our other amazing shows here at the Professional Casual Network, like The Space Between presents. Nope, I'm sorry. Just the space between. That's I apparently I mean, never I
1: done that too. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Oh, is it? No, yeah, we still got sure. Mandalorian. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we you're
2: right. we still got we still you're got the right. Mandalorian. Check out our swan song.
1: Check out the last episode of the Space Between. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Check out the if you want if you love me going on uh trivial tirades about uh things that I love but uh why it's pissing me off. Check out our coverage of The Mandalorian. Um, also, you know, uh, our least viewed uh, episodes when Craiger and Jordan came on. So, um, wow, that's that's also <laughs> super important to uh, from my podcast. Um,
1: uh, thank you for sponsoring the bracket, by the way. Yeah, guys. they paid us,
2: right? Yeah. Oh, fuck them. They're, we got their money. <laughs> we'll do your reads. I don't care. No, I love those guys. They're sweet. Look, this is what we need to be promoting. Gapapa, a grim past, mm. a grim podcast of Perilous Adventures. Yeah. Lost Omens. Yes. I keep calling it every episode. A I call Dungeons it Dark. Dragons yeah.
1: Pathfinder second edition. so
2: mainstream. Not at yeah. all crunchy. No. But it's just it's really incorporating to fans. Look, if you love storytelling, if you love the just hijinks of this show, you're gonna love Lost Omens. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it premieres. Is the trailer up? The trailer, the trailer is, trailer up. is up. So yeah. you, I would recommend right now, go whatever podcast platform you use, mm-hmm. go find the trailer. So Monday, when that episode drops, you got yeah. it. You're you also ready to go. Two episodes. Yeah. For a hot, episode two episodes. Zero and a hot episode deuce right on yeah.
1: you. And then yeah. every Monday Come after to your Yeah. Video on the Patreon for it. Which, I mean... I think I
2: would rather watch it with video because I know how you guys are.
0: Yes. Oh, um, my gosh. The video is so priceless for all all of the shows. Just yeah. Go to the Patreon. Become a patron. Get that video. Absolutely. It, if you want little sneak it.
1: peeks, check out the TikTok. Check out the TikTok.
2: Yeah. The, pro- the professional casual? I don't know. It's something like that. You'll find it. I think you're it's the, sure professional the professional casual. casual. <laughs> um. Oh, let's, let's read it off. You're the DM. Danny. I am. DM. Tim, you're there. Yep. We got throw lash gaming. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got JB, the most adorable member of Gapapa. We're at
1: professional casual. Okay. Um,
2: We've got Dan a part of this. Dan's in it. Uh, Dan, who's not in charge of running anything. So, you know, it's going to be good. Right. Um, We've got, you know, Ben, uh, Ben, Medium sized Ben rolling in. I am so yeah. excited. From yeah. the carton cast. From
1: the carton cast. Uh, I, buckets upon buckets on that guy. Oh my let God. Let me tell you. Yeah.
2: So good. So many. I love I'm that. I'm excited. I, I'm actually going to jump in right from episode one and listen and track with you guys. Unlike a papa where I've just waited too long and now I need to go back and start from episode one yeah. and, and go through. Uh, I'm really excited to see how this works. I'm really excited about the mainstreamness of this. Uh, it's going to be great. S-
1: speaking of Angapapa, um, the the episode, uh, we, we, we've just started an arc that is probably some of the best stuff that we have ever put out for yeah. that show. Sure. And yep. we'll continue for, have for you, the next Have you guys
2: several. reached the point where if somebody could come in, it would be okay and they wouldn't be totally lost? Like, no. that was actually not a dick question. I was actually yeah. asking, have we gotten to that point yet? Or where would be a good jumping we're, on point? We're
1: just finishing book one mm-hmm. okay. of of the Enemy Within campaign. Okay. So, epi- uh, so book two, probably in like the next handful of episodes would be yeah. a jumping on point. Okay, cool. I but agree. there are a lot of resolutions for a lot of characters and very major, major things happening that have been building for yeah. a long time. Right. right now. I
2: mean, and it's Wiles. just smart to go, go check from episode yeah. one, yeah. head over to paid uh, pro- professional casual.com. You can check the archives Yeah. because sometimes uh, like iTunes will bump it, will bump. If you load up too many episodes, you start losing episodes. Yeah. So just head over to the website. That's yeah. the best place to get a hub. It's a hub if you will yeah. a trash dumpster of stuff mm-hmm. you can find anything in there anything else we
1: got to promote yeah the video for this over on youtube
2: oh yeah. shit yeah go check out our youtube we need more subscribers so we can get an official url link in the description below okay. uh, or if you're watching this on youtube how you doing how you doing? how you doing uh look with that being said oh check out our friend no no fuck our friends from now on if they want plugs they gotta pay for it that's the new rule Ooh,
1: yeah. Um, season 2 we're being more frugal wow that sounds that sounds a lot like a season 1 Charlie
2: no <laughs> no it's a season 2 Charlie situation
1: <laughs> ok uh,
2: no check out our friends Bricker and Bane over it actually don't check them out they're assholes they're a bunch of dipshits they constantly call me dipshit for some uh-oh. fucking reason I don't know why uh, check out Wreck My Podcast although you already heard their plugs so I'm not gonna play them I really again. like them
1: their show gets better there around the round table episodes are really solid. Yeah.
2: When cam's on, it saves the show
1: outside. So I really liked Crager's new dating advice segment and yeah. they kind of shit all over it. Sure. And I wasn't a fan of that. I thought he was trying to give some really good advice to people trying to use good. Tinder and stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, Crager thought it was going to be serious and he forgot that he was on wreck my podcast where they mm. take nothing serious. Right. So that sure. was really, that's, I mean, it's more on him than anybody, but yeah. whatever. Um, and oh, check out our friend Ben at the Qatar Cast. Yeah. Carton cast, uh, fancybat.com. Yeah. They just dropped an episode that I really enjoyed, and I can't remember what it was on.
1: Uh Frisky Dingo. Frisky Dingo, that's
2: what it was. Yeah.
1: Uh a a man. It Primordial doesn't. Memorial Archer is really what it is. Yeah, it,
2: it was literally the the studio that made it became the studio that Xander creates. it. Xander Cruz
1: is pretty much Archer. Like it yeah. was really like the blueprint for it. Yeah, and, and the, thank God. Frisky is nowhere near as good as Archer. Uh, let's just say that right out of the gate. It's not. But I'm really glad Frisky Dingo was their practice girl, and yeah, thank absolutely. God they had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: absolutely. They, they worked everything out. They figured out how it was going to work. And as a kid on, you know, back in the day, it was funny. Like, it was yeah. funny because I didn't understand... I didn't understand the offensiveness of it. That's what made it funny to yeah. me. Um, but also shout out like fucking Killer Mike is on there from Run the Jewels. Like just yeah. little little shit like that. Like he was a voice like randomly, yeah. like of all guys, Killer Mike. Uh, it was a great show. And then, of course, it gave us Archer. Yeah, um, I love it. It doesn't age well, though. I, I, some some aspects. But listening to those two. Talk about it. Yeah. It's really funny. Yep. Uh, so I highly recommend it. Uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Custom and Squirrels, I have been your host, Big Chuck for Tim. Swish, swish, swish. Go your snow pants, France. <laughs> we say goodbye, stay safe, and remember to leave the blood on the bracket because this mercilessly has been Elite 8 Showdown. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, it's your boy and host of Elite H Showdown, Big Chuck. Do you have a business, online store, Facebook, Instagram, OnlyFans, or anything else that you would want to advertise on Elite H Showdown? Well, we want you to sponsor the brackets. Right now, we are offering you the opportunity to advertise your business, product, or anything else. Maybe you're a cosplayer, performer artist, musician looking to reach new fans. Maybe you're a gamer or content creator who wants to get their Twitch, Facebook gaming, YouTube, or podcast advertised. Right now in this introductory offer, you can sponsor one bracket over four shows for just $10. That's right, just $10 and you'll get a month worth of advertising. Nobody is offering a deal like this. Email us for review and approval at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. In the subject line, Elite 8 Showdown Bracket Application, give us just a brief description of what you'd like to advertise as well as any links for approval. All applications will be considered and reviewed before approval. Elite 8 Showdown has hundreds of downloads every show all over the world and we are growing and gaining more every week. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. The Professional casual at gmail.com Subject line, Elite 8 Showdown, bracket ad application.